My name is Alec Cowan, and you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. This podcast contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Hi, hello. You are currently listening to Orchata Squad with your hosts, Veronica Fernandez Alvarado and Mariam Fragoso. She actually came back. Can you believe that? <laughs> Did y'all miss me? Yeah, we yes. cried. We all <laughs> cried together in unison. Yeah, well, I'm back. Better than ever. <laughs> and we not only have Marianne here, we actually have a very special, distinguished member of society with oh us gosh. here. Please, Karina, <laughs> introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Karina. Um, yeah. Um, what else should I say? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want the people to know? Uh, well, I'm a student at the University of Oregon. I uh, am involved in Mecha. Um, yeah, I have a major, I have a double major, international studies and sociology, and I'm 23. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. And we're super we're excited happy. to have you here. Yes, Yay. welcome. <laughs> so let's get to it. Uh, let's, well, I know you brought something for our podcast room. Yes. Yeah, I did. Um, I actually carry it with me everywhere I go. Uh, and it's a prayer card that I keep in my wallet of La Virgen de Guadalupe. Mm -hmm. And, um, I got it while I was in Mexico over the summer. Um, I went to actually go visit the Basilica and that's where I got it. I love that place. Yeah. 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 It was my first time going. I have never been to Mexico City, Mm -hmm. never been to the Basilica. So it was, it was uh, an adventure for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, it, I don't know, it's, it's really meaningful to me. Um, I grew up Catholic, but mm-hmm. I have like a very complex relationship with organized religion. Same. <laughs> Same. Uh, yes. I've said it before in the podcast, but I call myself a recovering Catholic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I've always had a very uh, special connection with La Virgen and mm-hmm. um I read Sandra Cisneros, mm-hmm. and um, uh, she writes a lot about La Virgen and, um, like, her own kind of spiritual identity, and mm-hmm. I feel like that has shaped a lot of of my own um, spiritual beliefs, and so um, I feel like, you know, she protects me, and mm-hmm. so I carry her with me everywhere. That's so beautiful. <laughs> That's super beautiful. Yeah. Well, since you mentioned Sandra Cisneros, uh, like... Okay, so I specifically remember one of her essays, I think, or articles that really spoke to me and got me super obsessed with her, which was um, Guadalupe Sex Goddess. Mm-hmm, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, my goodness. Everyone yes. has to read this. Like, this gave me, like, I've the biggest uh, awakening of my life. You haven't read it? No. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. What is it called? Guadalupe Sex Goddess. I will put it on my bookmark. <laughs> Yeah, it's truly, truly worth the read. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have part of it here. Uh, I won't read everything, but, like, there's one part where um, she talks about, like, how Guadalupe has shaped, like, who we are as Chicanas, um, Latinx, Mexicanas, 
over the years mm-hmm. and um yeah i don't know it's just it's really she's such a such a talented writer and it's so beautifully written she's amazing she, i'm excited like i want to i want to read it i'm obsessed with her super obsessed mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. yeah okay so i'm going to describe what i brought and actually i brought it's wrapped around my finger <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh it so i have this little like bandage well not little but like (laughs) it's like a little case something a little little cast a little cast that's the word a little cast around my index finger on my left hand because on wednesday i apparently don't know how to cut apples and i cut my index finger and there was just tons of blood. Like, I really want to paint this picture for all the listeners. It was, like, this open wound with, like, gushing blood. Oh like, it was gosh. just, like, an abnormal amount of blood. And Why it wouldn't would you say stop that? bleeding Why for, like, 45 that? minutes or something. <laughs> 45 minutes? He would have been dead. <laughs> it was so much blood. Oh, my gosh. And then it stopped. Were you doing something to stop it? Yeah, I was putting pressure on it. I was like, I had to go through like a few napkins. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. And then Ooh. it stopped and then it started again. And then I was like, I should probably talk to someone about this. And so I went to the MCC and Caitlin was there. And I was like, mm-hmm. I because Caitlin is known for, ha- for always getting stitches. And I'm like, hey, at what point? A reputation. You, yeah, she has a reputation. And I was like, at what point do you need stitches? And then she's like. She's like, uh, I don't know, like, why? And then, like, at the time, I was also bleeding again because it oh just started God. bleeding again. Yeah. And then I was just like, well, I think I might need some, but you should, like, you should probably tell me. And then she's like, yes, you need to go. And then I had to go to the health center. And then I got five stitches. And you can't see it, thank goodness. I saw it once. It looked gross. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Does That's- it hurt right now? No, it doesn't hurt right now. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. Dang. Well, I brought something very special to me, and it's me, myself. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's great. You know, sometimes, like, you bring stuff that's important to you, but then you forget to talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring awareness to loving yourself and bringing yourself to places because sometimes you know you're there but you're not like there Mm -hmm. well i'm here right now (laughs) so you're welcome everyone that's i am here thank you (laughs) wow you really you really thought on the spot there (laughs) oh oh a hundred percent i'm like very (laughs) yeah i just pulled that out of my ass because i am trash and i forgot to bring something um I'm also very weak and I haven't eaten or drinking water, so. Oh my gosh. Actually, <laughs> I brought Marianne an apple and for our listeners, but I want her to bite into the apple right now. Okay, I was going to, but I thought we we're not allowed to have food in the podcast room. Okay, this is this is a secret. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I really don't know the official rules for the podcast room. Me neither, here. but it's not in the door, therefore we can do it. Let's do it. Um. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my ASMR. <laughs> Welcome to my ASMR podcast. Um, here is me biting into an apple. Can y'all hear that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That was. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel aroused. Well, that was my 
that was my goal. I hope everyone <laughs> at home is having a good time. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> Just kidding. My mom doesn't listen to this. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on <laughs> to our next segment, which is shout outs. And for those who do not know, <laughs> shout outs is us shining light and giving recognition to femme ducks of color here on the U of O campus for the great fucking work that they do. So, Karina. Yes. So, I've been thinking about this and there's, you know, there's so many people who I could shout out, but I was like, who who should I shout out? And then, um, I don't know. So, I, I thought about, like, I really want to shout out Yomaira. Yomaira. I love Yomaira. Yomaira. Yes, Yomaira. And um, I don't know. I, I've i gotten the opportunity to, like, get to know Yomaira better mm-hmm. this year. Uh, but I've, you know, I've always loved Yomaira. She has such a great energy that she brings with her everywhere. And there's just so much great work that she does on campus. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, Yomaira started working with Ganas last year. Um, Ganas is um, like a program that Mecha does at um, a local middle local middle school here in Eugene. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she co- she was one of the coordinators for Ganas, worked with youth um, where like college students go and um, mentor and tutor middle schoolers and yeah I don't know she was just always so enthusiastic about the work she did mm-hmm. um and yeah she she does a lot and then she did RUIC this year with Vettel mm-hmm. yeah yours truly <laughs> and uh yeah I don't know y'all y'all did a lot of great work um and yeah she's just she's really cool yeah yeah, I love her so much. I know. Like I did so much work with her with in R- with RUIC, which is Rasunida Youth Conference, where we bring in like hundreds of like Latinx high schoolers to the U of O campus to get them thinking about higher education. And you know, she was my co-director. We were like we got very close after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And even before then, like I knew her as a freshman and. Like, she has grown so much. And what I love about her is that she's always, like, she wants to learn more. She wants to improve on herself. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. And she just has such, like, a bubbly, like, Mm -hmm. happy personality. She brings, like, light into a room, honestly. Like, people see Yomaira and they're all like, oh, Yomaira. Yeah. I yeah. know. And Yo she mommy. has such great style. Ooh, yo mommy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's always looking fly. I agree. Always. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I just dyed her hair last Sunday. Wait, you were the one that dyed her hair? I did. I love yeah. her hair now. And now oh she has gosh. like bluish purple hair. Mm-hmm. She looks so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love her. She, like you said, like I noticed like she always wants to learn more and she's so determined to, um, especially like her major like ethnic studies like mm-hmm. she every time we talk about race or like we talk about or like in for example the metro retreat like everything like she has a little notebook and she's taking down notes I like know. everything she's so cute all the time she's always taking down notes learning stuff asking mm-hmm. questions like yeah that's that's how it should be honestly for everyone yeah. and she does amazing work and she's so enthusiastic about everything and 
We love you, Yamaira. We, we love, love you, you so much. And we really hope you feel appreciated today because you are appreciated here in our Chata squad. Yes. So, bunch of besitos, TQMs, <laughs> and itodo. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So, we are moving on to our main topic, which I'm actually, like, I'm I'm always excited for our topics, but mm-hmm. I'm super excited for this one. And it is about racial and ethnic identities. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. Racial and ethnic identity in the Latinx community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, kind of a mess sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty big mess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's just, there's a lot to work through and a lot to talk to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It'll be to, like, start it off, like, um, recently, it was actually, like, a couple of weeks, like, before winter break. Um, and I was, like, thinking about, I don't know why, I was, like, thinking about my race. And I was, like, I don't, like, I don't know what my race is, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, okay, listeners and everyone in this podcast room, including the ghosts, <laughs> um, this is a secret, but, like, I'm probably white, like, in there, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, it has to be, like, mm-hmm. my last names, they're both from, like, Spain, colonizers, you know, like, yeah. so, like, there's some white in there, which, it's a secret, please don't tell anyone, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, I was thinking about it. I was, like, I don't know what the fuck is up with my race. You know, I'm, like, I don't know specifically what it is. And then um, I brought it up to someone, and they were, like, oh, you're, like, Mexican. And I was, like, mm, mm. I mean, I am, but that's <laughs> not my race. Like, mm-hmm. and they're, like, oh, like, Latina. And I'm, like, also not a race. Yeah. Like, that's my ethnicity. Like, that's how I identify. Like, but like exactly my race like i have no fucking clue you know mm-hmm. obviously like not totally white based on the color of my skin but also like i don't know <laughs> you yeah. know and it's like super complicated but i didn't think much like i didn't like um i wasn't having like an identity crisis because of it just because i'm so comfortable with like my latinidad and like calling myself latinx and stuff that like to me the race part i guess like i didn't think much about it before Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just interesting that I literally don't know. And it's like, it would be interesting to know exactly what that would be called, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel it for sure. And for listeners who have never met me, um, I'm white passing like hella, hella mm-hmm. white passing. <laughs> um, I'm pretty damn pale. Um, but I also am not always white passing mm-hmm. even though i'm super pale like i don't know it's it's really weird i get confused for a lot of different things especially like by white folks mm-hmm. um i get confused for being middle eastern i yeah. i think it has to do i have like a beauty mark in the middle of my forehead <laughs> it's like a a little small round <laughs> yeah. beauty mark and y'all like white people are so weird because i think that they think it's a bindi yeah okay. and i'm like uh, and you're like uh, no no <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah that's that's always yeah that's always really interesting mm-hmm. but um i've definitely it's it's um it's interesting and n- like my family like my siblings are brown so i've always you know like i've always known i'm like super white 
um because like my family grew up like calling me like Wera. Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah um but yeah i don't know it's it's weird and it's funny to think about it because you know mariano mentioned like oh like i don't know like what my race is you know because i you know i probably have like white mm-hmm. in me and if you think about it, like we all probably have yeah. white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like personally, I know I have like white, like European, whatever in me for one thing. Like my, okay, so both my grandmothers are like legit, legit, like wo- like women of color, women mm-hmm. of color. Like they are like my abuelita from my dad's side is Afro Latinx. Mm-hmm. And my abuelita from my mom's side is indigenous like she Mm -hmm. comes from an indigenous pueblo Mm -hmm. but like they both you know were with men who were were essentially like very like white Mm -hmm. passing very like white light skin to Mm -hmm. that point and then also my parents actually took like did this test for health reasons to see like what um race or whatever were that they have Mm -hmm. And they're obviously both over, like, 60-something percent, like, indigenous. Mm -hmm. And then um, they're my dad's, I don't know, it was, like, a good amount, like, over 10% or whatnot, like, or, wait, (laughs) I don't know. There's, like, there's weird numbers, because I'm trying to remember it. All I remember was it was most, it was mostly, uh what is it like indigenous european african and then asian Mm -hmm. that those Mm -hmm. were the main categories which i feel like is a common mix yeah Mm -hmm. between everyone and also i feel like we should probably break down ideas of race Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say Mm -hmm. too is like it all kind of goes back to like race being a social construct, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, because you know we're all mixed. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as pure like yeah. white people, mm-hmm. pure pure anything. So yeah, it's. I mean, I guess it comes down to like how you look, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, definitely the way the way that you like navigate the world, and that's also like geographically um, specific. Because like me. If I were to go to, like, Mexico or somewhere in Latin America, I'm basically, like, white. I'm mm-hmm. basically, like, a white person, like, European. Yeah. <laughs> um, here in the United States, it might be a little bit different, you know? Like, sometimes I get treated as a white person. I definitely have white privilege. Mm-hmm. I know this for a fact <laughs> because out of my siblings, I'm, like, the worst driver and both of my siblings have been pulled over more than I have. Yeah. <laughs> and they have, like you know traffic violations all this other stuff i don't Mm -hmm. so you know it's it's definitely real it's it's real Mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know but latinx folks are so interesting Mm -hmm. about race and um yeah yeah i don't know it's it's (laughs) yeah and with this in mind we should keep it like like race in itself is not like tied to what is it race and biology are not tied yeah yeah that's not a thing as well as the fact that like phenotypes like can go either or which way mm-hmm. so you know it doesn't like 
this whole concept of like oh like you can have like two what is it indigenous people to indi- like an indigenous couple having like a very light-skinned child like mm-hmm. you know types like are all, all up in the air yeah so like race as a like we understand that race is a social construct and it has like but it has very real like you know consequences consequences yeah. to mm-hmm. it which is like i just want to put that out there so then we we just know yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i don't know i also like want to mention to that like as a white passing person myself even just bringing up the like proposed topic to y'all mm-hmm. of like talking on this podcast about it i was like very conscious of the fact that like okay I'm white passing. I don't want to take time mm-hmm. out of like this podcast, out of people's day to give more of a platform to white Latinx people mm-hmm. than there already is. Um, but I also see a responsibility mm-hmm. for white passing and like just anybody really to hold kind of like their own community yeah. accountable for, yeah. for shit mm-hmm. and so I've just been seeing a lot of messy shit <laughs> on like yeah. Instagram lately and like social media mm-hmm. coming from white Latinx folks I've been seeing a lot of like weird comments being made in the spaces that I go to like like you know um, I think it was like right in Mecha didn't didn't y'all take like a survey about what people wanted to talk about at the meetings um, I can't remember somebody mm-hmm. was telling me that they took a survey and I was talking about it with Drea, who's like one of the, um, Drea's the internal for Mecha. And she was like, yeah, it was really weird because some people put on the survey responses that like, oh, I don't really like it when like in the meetings it's generalized like um, us as brown people mm-hmm. because like not everyone in the meetings is brown. Mm-hmm. And so they felt like excluded or I don't know, they felt some type of way about it. And I'm just like, wow, that's so, that's like so interesting. And it definitely <laughs> like needs to be addressed because yeah. it's true. Like not all Latinx people are brown. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like, and like, I'm glad you brought that up because like, it's like, you're right. And like, I appreciate a lot you saying that, that like, yeah, you don't want to like take up time of like talking about certain issues like that and like white Latinidad and all that. But, um. But like you said, like you feel like you have a responsibility, which is like super nice because I never see like white passing Latinx or white Latinx to like speaking about that. You know, it's always Mm -hmm. like other like Latinx folks like calling out people or like calling. Yeah, calling out like white passing Latinx or white Latinx. And they don't they're they're so defensive. Mm -hmm. Like I remember like um, Queer Chicano Chisme on Twitter was like, oh, like, um, so like when are we going to talk about like that white passing latinos will never accept that they have white privilege you know mm-hmm. like like don't tell them they're gonna hurt their feelings you know yeah. and it's like what the hell and, and like you said like talking about the and you're like oh give them like giving like white passing latinos more um of a platform that they already have and like thank you like that's so right like mm-hmm. when like latinx people talk about representation in movies and tv shows and all that like 
they're talking about white Latinos, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so unfortunate that, like, um, they're like, oh, my God, yeah, like, finally representation, and it's, like, all white-passing Latinos. And Mm -hmm. I'm like... I mean, what? <laughs> like, yeah. like there's no like Afro Latinx representation, and and when there is, it's not talked about. People don't pay attention to it. Um, and yeah, like it's really frustrating. Like, um, I think it was Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, on Twitter, it was like, oh my god, we need like a Latinx Black Panther, and I was like, oh okay. And also ignoring the fact that Lupita Nyong'o is. Latinx, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. she identifies as Mexican. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, like example A, yeah. you know, and novelas, like all the fucking novelas that I saw growing up, they're all white Latinos, you know. Yeah, and it's like, damn, like, I mean, yeah, there's still not enough representation, but what there is, even our community can't fully relate to it, and it's like it sucks, you know. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's true. Oh, were you gonna? Oh, well. I wasn't sure if you were gonna say something. Yeah, no, it was like with the representation, particularly with like light skinned Latinx folks, it, something that I've been seeing, and I am eventually gonna write a column about it, but something I've been seeing a lot is the, you, like, because nowadays for TV shows, new up and coming TV shows, mm-hmm. there is this quota that needs to be filled of diversity quota that's like very visible mm-hmm. like we like we can see it and like casts for like i don't know it's like grownish with like one day at a time with like what is it even roseanne mm-hmm. or rosine i don't know that one is weird, that the problematic one the one with the nazi lady yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. she even has like a quota thing because mm-hmm. like she had like a non-binary ground grandchild child and then also like a black grandchild Mm -hmm. in the show but what i've been seeing is that like tv has been using like very very light skin latinx Mm -hmm. folks and then never addressing their latin like their identity as Mm -hmm. latinos Mm -hmm. latinx people and then basically just having a like a second white character in their show yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but this one with like maybe bigger lips or like with darker hair mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like oh okay you sort of gave us a bone <laughs> like i guess yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and even like and because of that because like and now people assume or like a lot of people like assume that like all like latinx people look like that and look uh, white passing and all that that's when like the whitewashing happens too yeah. as in like white people taking over latinx characters um i re- actually like there's this website that i really like called letterbox which is for movies and you like review them and you put what you've like um what you've seen this is not sponsored but y'all should get it <laughs> like it's such a fun website <laughs> anyways and i like did this review for West Side Story, because I love West Side Story. I love the music. They're all fucking white people. They're all white people, and they're oh supposed God. to be Puerto Ricans. And, like, yeah. especially also Puerto Ricans, like, are, like, a lot of people from Puerto Rico are Afro-Latinx, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, having all white people playing Latinx characters, I'm like, this sucks. And, yeah. like, when I was little, like, obviously, like, I just assumed everyone was Latinx, but... I was wrong. There's only, like, one person who's Latinx. 
I cannot remember. Oh, Rita Moreno. Mm-hmm. She's in West Story. She's Latinx. But um, she's Puerto Rican. Um, but yeah, no, for example, there's this new Netflix show called On My Block. I don't know if y'all heard about it. Yes, mm-hmm. I have. I've seen it. <clears throat> yeah, same. I saw it. And it's like, um, well, it's this new show that like it's getting a lot of attention because it's it's different because it's like these kids living in this poor neighborhood of where is it la it's like yeah it's some it's like somewhere in california yeah yeah and it's like um is it i think it's mostly latinx characters right yeah it's almost like uh what is that it's like a latinx version of what was that what was that it had it came out in like 2016 2017 which one about the really nerdy um what is it? Student, like, oh my gosh, it's gonna kill me. It's dope. Oh, um, yeah, dope. The movie Dope, oh, the which movie? I love. Yeah. I love the movie Dope so mm-hmm. much. But yeah, it's kind of like a, like, I found a lot of similarities mm-hmm. because the main characters are really nerdy, but they're like almost all Latinx except for one black character. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, it, there's like cholos in it and like, well, not cholos, but like, yeah, yeah, and they're, yeah, I think cholos. they're cholos. Yeah. yeah, they're cholos. They're like cholos, <laughs> and like um, one of the main characters, he's like involved in a gang, and like I don't know, it was interesting. Um, I had like my good things about it and like bad things about it, but one of the characters who I don't like because she is snaky ass fuck and shady, um, Olivia, she's fucking white. It's a white girl. It's not Latina. Like okay. she's not Latinx, and like. She has like a quinceañera and like she talking she talks in Spanish and all that shit and I was like oh cute and like but she's like white passing you know mm-hmm. but like turns out she's not white passing she's actually white I like and I was like what Damn. the hell like that's so upsetting like mm-hmm. finally like I see a show I was like oh like POC cast like cute kids like they're all good actors and. SMH. <laughs> so, like, and that happens a lot, you know? So, like, by seeing, like, all, like, white-passing Latinos and stuff like that, like, directors are like, oh, okay, then we'll get white people to play Latinx people because they're the same, you know? So, yeah. It's yeah. weird. And then, and then when you, like, bring it up to, like, the fact that some people have, like, white privilege, it, you know, everyone starts freaking out, like, white Latinx mm-hmm. people, but then also, like, even some some people who are even like non non black um, Latinx or or POC mm-hmm. will sometimes be like, oh my gosh, why are you dividing? Like, <laughs> when in reality it's like, okay, well, why why is it considered divisive? Bringing up like the reality of how things are. Yeah, and I see it so much on social media. Like y'all follow um, like Latina Latina rebels and. Like you, you mentioned Queer Chicano Chisme mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, Queer Chicano Chisme and Chicanisma started a podcast recently mm-hmm. and yeah. um, they just had like one of their podcasts talking about, um, talking about like a similar topic to this and they mentioned the same thing that I mentioned a little bit ago about how like calling everyone brown doesn't hold white latinx people accountable Mm -hmm. for their privilege and it also like erases a ton of other people who are latinx and you know identify as black and Mm so yeah i don't know it's 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 really interesting and they always get so much hate when they bring it up yeah oh yeah so much and Mm -hmm. i 
I have to like fully admit that I be, have a habit of calling you know Latinx people brown all the time mm-hmm. because I'm like oh my brown folks and whatnot but like it's not like that because I have relatives who are white passing I have relatives who have who what is it are like not what what is it the traditional Latinx folks like mm-hmm. tr- traditionally like oh you know that mixture of like indigenous or like the cosmic race or whatever mm, yeah, yeah mm. they're not like that be- oh i hate the, co- the that whole fucking <laughs> let's, idea let's That's not disgusting. get started with that yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah and it's like it's good that like you as particularly like a light-skinned like white passing latinx um to call out people for their privilege other like light light-skinned white passing latinx folks but also, like, I, like, I personally am not, like, white passing, but mm-hmm. I am, like, light skin. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, like, I, like, it's always been, like, a really weird, the like, thing for me personally. And I'm not going to be like, oh, everyone pity me because I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, it's just, like, a very weird social dynamics to go on because my siblings, my older siblings are, like, um darker than me Mm -hmm. and so i have seen like evidence that they like i went to school with them we're all like two years apart and they were always the ones like targeted and picked on and whatnot in comparison to me who i was not and it's just strange because i have to be able to call out my own privilege as being like like i'm still like i look brown Mm -hmm. like you can't i'm not white passing yeah but, like, I still have a leverage of privilege due mm-hmm. to the fact that, like, I am not, like, like, I am not darker skin. And I'm still in that, like, weird spectrum. And I hate the spectrum that, like, says that, like, oh, this is the okay amount. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, the whole, like, um, narrative of, like, white Latinx folks, like, um, that I see a lot on Twitter. They're, like oh, like, you're discriminating against, like, white passing Latinx (laughs) and, like, oh, like, I always get called out because I'm not Latina enough or Latinx enough. And I'm like, okay, stop it with the tears. Like, this has been a narrative (laughs) forever. And, like, okay, yeah, whatever you get called, like, not Latinx enough. But what about the Afro-Latinx that get excluded all the time? Mm-hmm. And how colorism is such a problem in our community and has been embedded in our heads, like, for so long, you know? And, like, I agree that our, like, our views of um, colorism and stuff that has been in our society comes from um, white oh my god what's white supremacy mm-hmm. like those mm-hmm. ideas come from white supremacy and white people like those are ideas embedded from them but like now that doesn't mean that we didn't like like we're still at fault because they're still there you know and mm-hmm. like people still are um have problems with colorism so now it's our turn to like dismantle these ideas that the white people put in our minds you know like mm-hmm. so long ago yeah yeah like we we still end up with dealing with it and like exactly what you said it's up to us to to talk about it and Mm -hmm. be able to like try to get rid of of like those hierarchies 
Uh, and then people forget that like colonization happened in Latin America mm-hmm. too. Like <laughs> same exact thing that happened in the United States happened <laughs> in Latin America in like every country. And so those those ideas of like which race is superior and which races aren't, mm-hmm. um, it's it's everywhere. You know, it's everywhere in the Americas. It's yeah. in the U.S. It's in Mexico. Um, it's, you know, um, race does end up being a little bit different in some places. Like Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's like I mentioned earlier, if I go to Mexico, I'm straight up like white (laughs) there. So, um, it does end up being interpreted a little bit differently, but nonetheless, like the, the hierarchies are, are still there. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, for me, I, it was mostly like learning all this through, through social media i mean mm-hmm. like i said i always knew oh, yeah like i always knew it was a thing everybody knows colorism is a thing but nobody ever talks about it and so um i learned a lot from like chicanisma um bad dominicana mm-hmm. was is one oh yeah, yeah bad re- dominicana really mm-hmm. truly yeah please please follow that account because um zahira kelly's always calling out white latinx folks on their bullshit mm-hmm. <laughs> and um yeah i don't know i like that's a lot of labor that goes into that and she's like so unapologetic about it and so many people like so many people hate on her because because she's unapologetic and i totally agree 100 percent that like black and brown folks should never have to coddle like mm-hmm. white people yeah. or white passing mm-hmm. people and so like i 100 percent agree with that and so that's why i kind of see it on myself like you know, for those people who, for, like, white folks who do kind of feel like, oh, my gosh, my feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to sympathize with them, mm-hmm. but I'm going to try to reason. Yeah. Because I feel like it's worth, it's worth doing for me, at least. Because mm-hmm. I think if you, like, reason with some of them, <laughs> some of them will start to oh, understand. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of, like, where I see myself fit into, mm-hmm. like, this whole fucking mess um because yeah like it's it's not on black and brown folks to educate white passing people so yeah i don't know but it but it still needs to be talked about yeah you know especially like in spaces of like social activism and organizing and making sure that people know like their privileges Mm -hmm. so yeah and it's just what is it it's very rough for especially like Latin or particularly Latinx communities to really like say that there is a problem that we that there that there is this privilege that we have over our own community mm-hmm. because for one thing we would have to openly admit and I am here to openly admit that white supremacy is very alive and well in our Latinx community yes I agree and mm-hmm. even though we would love to be even though there's like the the weird like honoring of indigenous <laughs> heritage in mm. like Latinx culture, but they literally m- straight up murder mm-hmm. indigenous people all the time and then treat them like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what's like, like you can't like we here in this room, we cannot deny that there is white supremacy, like embedded deeply embedded mm-hmm. in our society, in our Latinx groups and societies and it's just really hard for other Latinx people to admit that because we, like, Latinx folks face discrimination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, oh, well, I'm not white. I'm not a white American cis head male. So, like, I don't have all the privileges. So that must mean I have none of the privileges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But things don't work yeah. out in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that doesn't get discussed enough. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I read recently is that um, with, like, privilege and stuff, like, how a lot of, like, white passing Latinx take advantage of, like, companies, um, like, kind of, like, diversity um, agenda or whatever because they're, like, oh, I checked this box, you know, like, Hispanic or Latino. Mm -hmm. And, like, so companies only, like, hire because, like, oh, it will make them look diverse, but it's still all white passing folks, you know, of, like, the Latinx community. And I also, like, like talking about um the latinx community and the erasure also of indigenous folks you know Mm -hmm. like we love like our little tejidos and all that and like but they're still getting killed and they're getting ignored by the government and they are treated like shit in their own lands you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah it kind of like our (laughs) yeah white supremacy is like alive and well like you said and i think um well i i acknowledge that now but i i think it's just hard to imagine and hard to say especially to white people because you kind of like don't want to assimilate with them you know Mm -hmm. like you don't want to be like the enemy (laughs) you know (laughs) like you're like oh shit no like we can never be as bad as white people but you know what we're both in the wrong like I mean, yeah, white people suck, but, (laughs) but, you know, like, we're both, like, bad, like, Latinx community has a lot of shit to work on, Mm -hmm. and hopefully, like, I am trying to learn as much as I can to, um, to not continue this, these ideas, um, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, for sure, and there's, there's a lot of times that, latinx people have been complicit with the shit that mm-hmm. white people do mm-hmm. i mean like with the election wh- what percentage of of latinx people voted for trump it was like 20 i don't know it was not as high as white people obviously yeah obviously but, but like um, it was it was up there yeah it, it was like 20 or so percent but like we said it's <clears throat> it was a high number we're not acting like that's an official number number because we do not have a source yeah no <laughs> yes <laughs> it is not an official number <laughs> not an official but, number but it's more than it should have yeah, been yeah <laughs> like and you know what like no one talks about that and mm-hmm. including myself i'm calling myself out like i'm always like because you know it's always like something that i see a lot on social media it's like don't forget y'all 53 percent of white women voted for trump um not an official number (laughs) um but it's always like white women voted for trump blah blah blah. like white women put us in this position and then like yeah honestly i forget that like latinx folks they're they're also like okay Mm -hmm. with it and like fucking latinas for trump yeah it's it's ridiculous and it's just like it's that need to like you know we're not we're okay for some latinx folks it's easier because they're they're like they're in that in between and the binary is always like oh black and white Mm -hmm. but being in that in that in between and being so close to being like oh hey i could totally be white and then you know with like the treaty of guadalupe like Mm -hmm. some brown folks on paper were supposed to get like or 
some like Mexicans on paper, Latinx folks on paper were supposed to get like full citizen rights. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. were declared as white people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they didn't get that obviously, you know, like they were still treated really bad and they historically and I'm talking about this from my Latinos in history class that I took like um Latinx folks were lynched in like pretty high numbers too Mm -hmm. but like I don't know we were more like able to move into government as Mm -hmm. well we were Mm -hmm. more able to move into these positions so we just worked inside institutions but never really like did anything radical because we're like oh if we could just assimilate and that like goes down goes back to this whole notion of okay so i don't know how much y'all know about the history of colonization particularly in latin america but what made it so different is that um europeans even though okay white europeans from like england and whatnot when they came to the to america they didn't want to like get into like official relationships with the indigenous and other folks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean obviously there's tons of rape and all that other stuff Mm -hmm. but it was an official and of course they like killed a lot of people but it was more of a separation thing yeah like they didn't want to get close and in latin america it became a thing of like to promote their white supremacy they very much promoted this breeding Mm -hmm. and like rape Mm -hmm. of indigenous people so then they could just sort of you know rape away yeah the indigenous like the indigenous yeah and brown alpha folks which is why there's a lot of mixed race people in comparison to you know um um america who has a a lot more white passing people Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and then i think like in when spain colonized latin america um, the Catholic Church actually didn't consider it to be a sin if somebody raped like an indigenous woman. Mm-hmm. And so it was like condoned by the church and it was it was promoted by the church, like slavery and all these all these things, colonization. Um, it was it was definitely being pushed on. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's it's really fucked up, but it's important to talk about because it affects the way that you know that we um it like affects our our lives now mm-hmm. the way race and ethnicity functions yeah yeah i think race is a lot of like like you said like it's a social construct race is basically mm-hmm. how others perceive you you know cuz then um for people like you know, like, you're not an, or, like, interracial people that are, like, not enough this, but not enough that, you know, like, so it's, like, well, where do I belong, you know, not myself, but I'm saying, Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a social construct, and, um, I am excited to, because I am taking, like, more ethnic studies classes this term, and I'm excited to learn more about the, specifics of race and how 
I don't know how it all started, not started, but, you know, like, because there's so much that goes into it and there's so many things you can talk about it. Um, like, I just bought the, the, I don't know if y'all saw the National Geographic new um, issue this month or last month. It's about race. It's all about race. It's called, like, the race issue. Hmm. And the cover is, like, these twins, these interracial twins. And, like, it's, like, a black dad and, like, a white mom. And the twins, one was born, like, perceived as white, and the other one was born perceived perceived as black, mm-hmm. you know? And they're, like, they're literally twins. Yeah. And people are, like, like, whoa, what? Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> super confused. Um, and it's, like, the, the Nat Geo, um, I'm reading it right now, the cover, it says, black and white, these twin sisters make us rethink everything we know about race. So I'm excited to read that and see um what it talks about like i don't know i hope it's not like a color blind color blind kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah. like i don't see color because that's bullshit yeah <laughs> you know like i mean yeah like race is a social construct but it's a thing and it affects a lot of things how work in this country how you're perceived how the privileges you have you have so like let's also not turn it into a I don't see color. We're yeah. all the same. We're all humans, you know? Like, mm-hmm. no, that shit, af- that shit affects people, and that's how people live. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the thing with the whole, oh, I, fuck, I hate the I don't see race kind of a thing, because it's like basically telling people, I'm just going to pretend you're white, mm-hmm. and I'm going to treat you as white, which is yeah. ridiculous. But we need to be wrapping up mm-hmm. here. So I, if there's any final comments from you two... Marianne um final thoughts um with me Marianne Fragos <laughs> um it's, it sounds like a show <clears throat> oh my god isn't that like Tommy Lasagna's show's name whatever she doesn't need a <laughs> shout out um my final thought is y'all I think one of the big thing if you are too confused about everything just know this huge thing that will get you through life Race and ethnicity are not the same thing <laughs> at all. Latinx people can be different races, y'all. Um, I'm going to talk specifically about Mexico because that's what I know because that's where I'm from. But, like, Mexico has so many people and so many combinations and mixes. And, like, there's a lot of, like, like Asian communities that are not talked about, you know, and, like, Mexico, mm-hmm. and indigenous folks, black folks, like... There's so much there. So remember, y'all, race in the city, not the same thing. Um, and yeah, we just got to keep talking about colorism in our communities and how that's affected um, our our folks and the community that are not viewed, I guess. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of saying the same thing over and over, but <laughs> that's my final thought. Karina? Um. I think my final thought would be um, if you if you're listening and you've ever been confused for being a white person, but you're not, you have white privilege. Mm. I'll be I'll be here to tell you if someone hasn't told you already. (laughs) You have white privilege. Just accept it. Shut up and listen to what people are telling you. And I don't know. Think about it. Don't speak like that's. That, I guess that's just like what it is if 
if somebody's telling you something about their experience and about, um, you know, like how race and ethnicity has affected them and they're not white Mm -hmm. or white passing, um, listen, listen to what they're saying and don't like, you know, you don't have to argue back to what people are telling you. Like, don't get defensive. Um, you know, just, I don't know, it can be something that's weird to accept because, you know, Latinx folks, I don't know, some of us who are white passing love to think that we're still like super oppressed, but mm-hmm. that is not the reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know, just be open to listening and learning and yeah. Snaps to that. Snaps. <laughs> and my final thought I have to say is for everyone who's listening, if someone tells you that they are Latinx, that they are Mexican or they're Peruvian or they're Cuban or whatnot, and they don't traditionally look what stereotypically oh, yes. they look Cuban <laughs> or they look like Peruvian or whatnot, if they like happen to look black or Asian or Middle Eastern or anything, don't be like, oh, wow, I'm so surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be like, okay. Just be like, oh, cool, whatever. Because mm-hmm. the only reason why you perceive brown, like Latinx people to look one way is because the media showed you that. And, yes. they, and they specifically showed you that image to erase the Asian, black, and indigenous, indigenous. and other, mm-hmm. like, you know... Groups of people who are Latinx, mm-hmm. who are full Latinx. Yeah. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Super quick, like mm-hmm. anecdote to that. Um, I get confused by being like Pakistani, and a lot. And um, actually, my first when I first moved to the U.S., my first friend in high school, my junior year, um, she. Like, she sat with me because, like, I was new and she was new, too. And, like, we started talking, became friends, blah, blah, blah. Later, like, a couple months later, she told me. And, like, I told her I was Mexican and all that. Um, later, like, months later, she told me that the only reason why she became my friends was because she thought I was Pakistani. And she's like, <laughs> oh, like, the only reason I talked to you is because I thought we were the same. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, so, yeah, sorry. That was <laughs> funny story. That is funny. I like that story. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we got to go or else. No, but thank you yes. for listening, everyone. Oh, also, we would like to acknowledge that our first, the song, the um, intro song is our favorite white Latino. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Love you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, we gotta go. Bye. Bye. Besitos. TQM. Bye.